it is a pleasure to be with you again on our podcast. My name is Donable Timothy Jackson II, and I am the teacher and leader of God's House of Prayer for All People. And these lessons that we bring to you are here to inspire you and to give you instruction. So today we want to talk about the ability or aptitude to praise the Lord in the midst of trials and tribulations. We want to take our scripture today from 1 Peter, the first chapter, the 6th through the ninth verses in the King James Version. It says, Wherein ye greatly rejoice through now for a season, though now for a season, if need be, ye are in heaviness throughout manifold temptation. And what it says in the Amplified Version, and this you rejoice greatly, even though now for a little while, if necessary, you have been distressed by various trials. Seventh verse, the King James Version says, that the trials of your faith being much more precious than the gold that perishes, though it be tried with fire, might be found unto praise and honor and glory at the appearance of Jesus. In the Amplified Version, the seventh verse says, So that the genuineness of your faith, which is much more precious than gold, which is perishable, even though tested and purified by fire, may be found to result in your praise and glory and honor at the revelation of Jesus Christ. The eighth verse in King James Version says, Whom have not seen, yet love, and whom, though now ye see not, yet believing, ye rejoice with joy, unspeakable and full of glory. May first the Amplified Version says, Though you have not seen him, you love him, and though you have not even though you have not even um, now seen him, you still believe and trust in him, and you greatly rejoice and delight in the inexpressible and glorious joy. Then he says in the ninth verse of the King James Version receiving the end of your faith, even the salvation of your souls. In other words, receiving as a result the outcome, the consummation of your faith, the salvations of your soul. And again, we want to talk about the ability or aptitude to praise the Lord in the midst of trials and tribulations. It is very hard at some point in time in your life to actually have a feeling of exuberation of joy and, and happiness when you're in the midst of something, especially a tribulation or some type of trouble, or even when you're filled with anxiety about something, it's hard to still put on a face of happiness, you know, especially when you're really going through something or you're anxious. So the apostle Peter tells us that even though we're going through these things, we know that the end result, the outcome, is greater than what we're going through. When you look at the definition of the word praise or praised or praising, um, the, the transitive verb means to express or favorably judge meant of the outcome. To glorify uh, a God or a saint, especially 
by the attribution of perfection. So we see here that it's important for us to give that praise because when you give that praise to God, let me explain to you what happens. What you're doing is you're you're actually giving him something that is the only thing that you actually can give him. You know, you can't give him money. And when I say that, I mean most times we, you know, want to give our offerings and, and tithing. And that's good because that helps the church. It helps the ministries. But the personal thing that you give to God is that admiration and, and the praise and and just the thanksgiving for what he's done for you. When you look at the definition of tribulation, it, it you know, it's just plain and simple. Distress or suffering. Um, as a result from being oppressed or persecuted. The trials that we go through, because you often hear people say trials and tribulations. Trials are, one, the action or process of trying or putting to the proof. Um, B, a preliminary contest as in a sport. Three, a trial or experiment to test quality, value, usefulness. You notice that? Now, let's look at the fourth one, but I'm going to stop right there on that. Do you notice what that says? And this is when we're talking about trials. Because a lot of times we do have trials and tribulations. Job had trials and tribulations. And again, when you look at one of the definitions for it, it says to test the quality, value, or usefulness. Isn't that something? So sometimes when you're going through, God is testing to see that you are in that realm of quality that he's looking for. Um, but then what we look at it in the, in the biblical sense, uh, trial, is a test of faith, patience, or stamina through subjection to suffering or temptation. Um, it's a source of vexation or, or annoyance when we are going through our trial. The Bible talks about giving thanks and praise to God even in the midst of your trials. The Bible says in 1 Thessalonians, the 5th chapter and the 18th verse, again, we're reading first in the King James Version. It says, in everything give thanks for this is the will of God in Jesus Christ, Christ Jesus concerning you. The Amplified Version says that everything, no matter what the circumstances, be thankful and continually giving thanks to God for this is the will of God for you in Christ Jesus. One of the most important things we must do when suffering is to give thanks. I don't say this lightly and I know many believers who have endured unimaginable pain and tragedy uh, they find it difficult at some point in their lives to give thanks in the midst of the agony and afflictions and certainly it's not an easy thing to do yet in the book of Ephesians the fifth chapter in the 20th verse it tells us we should give thanks always and 
for everything to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. And 1 Thessalonians 5 and 18 says to give thanks in all circumstances. And even though you are going through things, you know, giving thanks helps us to focus on the good that God has done for us, even in the middle of our afflictions. Uh, it steers us away from complaining. It strengthens our faith and brings glory to Jesus. There are many things we can give thanks for when we're suffering, but here are 12 that I try to remember. The first one, that God is sovereign and in complete control of the intensity and duration of your affliction. Isn't that something? He is in charge of the intensity and the duration of our affliction. To note that we go to the book of Job, where we see that God told Satan exactly what he could and couldn't do in trying Job. The Bible says in Isaiah 56, 9 through the 10th, you know, he talks about, I am God and there is none other. I am God and there is none like me, declaring from the end, from the beginning, and from ancient times, things not yet done, saying, my counsel shall stand and I will accomplish all my purposes. The second thing that gives us hope and joy is that God's love and mercy never ceases. In the book of Lamentations, the third chapter, the 22nd to the 23rd verses, the steadfastness love of God never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning and great is his faithfulness. Isn't that a wonderful feeling? I know that those that are listening to this should find hope and inspiration in that very notion of knowing that God's mercies and his love never cease. The third thing is that Jesus will never leave nor forsake us. In the book of Hebrews, the 13th chapter, in the fifth verse, you know, Jesus said, you know, the, here he is now, Jesus portrayed by the apostle Paul. He says, keep your life free from love of money and be content with what you have. For he has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. And here is Paul talking about what Jesus actually said. He, he portrayed that everlasting um, presence in our lives by God's son, Christ Jesus. Then we have to believe that God is with us in our afflictions. That's number four. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overwhelm you. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned. And the flame shall not consume you. Isaiah 43 and 2. Isn't that wonderful to know that no matter what we're going through, God is steadily with us. Then, 
Psalms 34 and 15 says that God hears our every prayer. The eyes of the Lord are toward the righteous and his ears toward their cry. It is a good thing to know and, and then here when the righteous cry for help, the Lord hears and delivers them out of all of their troubles. Psalms 34 and 17. Isn't it a wonderful feeling to know that no matter what we're going through, when we can't get a hold of our friends and isn't it wonderful to know that God is with us? Then the Bible says in Romans 8, the 28th through the 29th verses, God is in all aspects of our lives and that God uses some of our afflictions to make us like his son, Christ, our elder brother. The Bible says we know that those who love God, all things work together for good. For those who are called according to his purpose, for those whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son in order that he might be the firstborn among many brothers. So our afflictions sometimes come in order that it may make us more Christ-like. You know, when you look at 2 Corinthians, the fourth chapter, the 17th verse, it talks about our afflictions are momentarily and light compared to the eternal reward that it is producing. The Bible says, for this light momentary afflictions is preparation for us. It is an eternal weight of glory beyond compassion. Beyond all of our wildest dreams. Now, number eight talks about having a sympathetic high priest who intercedes for us constantly. Who might you ask it is? It's Jesus. For the Bible says in the book of Hebrew, fourth chapter, 15th verse, for we do not have a high priest, for we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, but one who in every respect had been tempted as we are yet without sin. Isn't that something? So he knows what we're going through because he went through it. Again, in Hebrews 7 and 25, he says, Consequently, he is able to save to the utmost those who draw near to God through him, since he always lives to make intercessory for them. So not only is he sympathetic and compassionate to our needs, but he's there also to speak up for us. You know, the Bible talks about God being near us in our pain Psalms 34 and 18 says the Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves the crushed in spirit that should give us 
the aptitude and ability to praise God in the midst of our trials and tribulations. Number 10, Jesus is our refuge and strength and strong tower that we can run to. According to Psalms 46 and 1, it says, God is our refuge and strength and very present help in trouble. Psalms 18 and 10 says, the Lord, the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous man runs into it and is safe. Isn't that wonderful to know that not only is he our strength in time of trouble, but he's a strong tower when we're weak. The 11th thing that we should look at is God has always saved us and has washed away all of our sins and has adopted us as his own child. Romans 4 and 7 says, Blessed are those whose transgressions are forgiven, whose sins are covered. And then the 12th thing that should give us great joy is that someday Jesus will wipe away every tear from your eye. And you will see his glorious face. God himself will instruct Jesus to come back and rapture us and then Jesus will hand everything over to his father. And the Bible says in Revelations 21 and 4, he shall wipe away the tears from their eyes and death shall be no more and there shall be no more mourning, nor crying, nor pain anymore for the former things have passed away. God is going to himself, Jesus is there, but God is going to do this. Having the ability or aptitude to praise the Lord in the midst of our trials and tribulation is easy when you have the knowledge of who Christ is, who God the Father is, and who we are in God through His Son, Christ Jesus. I hope this podcast has been a blessing to you. And for those that it has been a blessing to you and you would like to write to us, you can do so at 1121 Northwest 5th Street in the city of Fort Lauderdale, Florida. And the zip code is 33311. You can write to us, give your prayer requests, and your comments on the lessons. Those that would like a paperback copy of this lesson, we'll be more than happy to give it to you. God bless you, and have a wonderful day.